So, Birdo, did you did you see the new Avengers movies? Did I? Or movie? Oh, were there multiple? Did I? Actually, it felt like multiple movies. Yeah, it did it feel It was like. long. I did see it, yes. Well, let's talk about it. What do you say? Let's do it. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor. And my favorite character is probably Quill, I'm, I'm going to say. Mm, interesting. I'm a Quill man. A Quill man. Well, Deadpool... But he's not officially in the MCU. Oh, that's true. But anyway, who, and who are you, Berto? My name is Umberto Castaneda, and I like to break into people's houses on moving day. And who is your favorite character? Uh, is it? Are we keeping it to Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Well, not well, uh, or the, uh, the, the, the folks that yeah, the MCU that Ant Man, Spider Man. Yeah, so that's the that's the range. Uh, I've been a huge Hulk fan forever. Uh, I have to go Hulk. Okay. So I thought we would start by ranking all 19 of the movies. Okay. So. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. How many? There's 19. <laughs> yeah. And you're not even counting the Sony Spider-Man. No, or, or the. Uh, all the Ang- X-Men. Ang Lee Hulk, or all the other Hulks in the past, or the other Spider-Men in the past. Are you counting X-Men? You're not counting Not X-Men. counting X-Men. Not, not this counting... This is just the MCU, like the latest... It, the last ten, 10 years. You know, oh. Starting with yeah. Iron Man. So, right. So what is your best? What's your best? I'd still have to give it to Guardians 1. Ah, that's my best too, man. Yay! Yay! I mean, music plays such a role for well, me in movies. But it's, it's the funniest. Yeah, it is. It has, it has like legit triumphant moments yep when rocket when they're busting out of that prison <laughs> yeah. and rocket is just just ta, blazing ta, 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 ta. <laughs> it was significantly funny so it's, funny it, the visuals are very different from the usual stuff it's like this galactic yeah beautiful color but like and uh, but also like in on the joke Right. Like, like we're right. in a cartoonish space right. Right. space world, and, and then I can't say enough good things about the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I mean everything in that movie. Just right. I could watch that movie. I bet you, I will watch that movie once a year for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, and uh, unlike the second one, the songs were really well woven into every scene they were in. Yeah. Like integrally, like it was like. I don't think I could have picked a better song for this moment. Yeah. And not only that, but then they actually play specific roles in some of the scenes. It's, it's yeah. great. It's great. Okay. So, and what's your, what's your worst? What's your worst? Ooh, I don't know if I've seen the worst. I actually probably haven't seen the worst because of the ones that I've seen. Well, what's your worst that you've seen? I've seen uh, maybe... A lot of people say The Incredible Hulk. Wait, which one? The uh, Edward Norton? Edward Norton. That one was not great. I also didn't like... Or some people don't like Iron Man 2. Well, I, I, didn't, I really did not like Age of Ultron. Yeah. I don't know if I put it as the worst. We're certainly not counting Daredevil or any of that crap. No. So, um... Yeah, there's like Iron Fist and like... Uh, and I, I, I didn't see Thor 2, which I heard was not great. Okay. So, I guess I would say Age of Ultron, but that's sort of unfair because I'm sure there's worse ones that I haven't seen. I don't think so. Uh, well, I didn't like Winter Soldier. But see that I definitely did like that one, so I can't. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm I'm in the minority. Yeah, most, yeah. most people love most. A lot of people. I'm very curious why you didn't enjoy that one. <sighs> Maybe I need to rewatch it. I yeah. I watched it twice actually. You have, yeah. Okay. Maybe one one time was on oh, the airplane or something. Um, 
I think the first time I saw it, I was just kind of confused, and then I watched it again, thinking like, okay, maybe I need to because mm. people were like, oh my god, it's so good. Many people put it as their number one. I know, which I, I can't go along with, but but uh, to me, I'm just I, I just don't. It just didn't resonate. I think part of the problem is I don't like Captain America's character. <laughs> okay, like right, it, he's so just wooden, and uh-huh. I don't know. But so what's interesting though is. In that movie, Winter Soldier, because the first Captain America, I actually liked it better than I thought I was going to like it. Because honestly, I had sort of no interest in. When I was a kid, I really liked. Yeah, I liked the, the first one. The first one I right. thought was was great. Right, and when I, when I was a kid, I liked the character, but as an adult, I sort of lost all interest on Captain America. When I saw the first movie, I was like, "Whoa, they sort of pulled it off." But the thing they did in the second movie that I really liked. Is they, the guy was fighting like a total badass. Like he was, it, he seemed superhuman as a fighter. Yeah. In the first one, he was more just like super strong and stuff. But in the second one, the action sequences seemed really. See that, know. and we've talked about this before. This is exactly what I don't like about these movies. Is, I see. Is that in the first movie, he seemed like a normal human Relatable, being yeah. <laughs> who was stronger and faster and had you know could heal a little bit faster mm-hmm. but if you shot him in the chest with the bullet or you yeah. punched him in the face it still would affect him right whereas by the time you get to winter soldier and beyond it's, is he getting to legolas level <laughs> he's basically like superman i, I kind of yeah. feel like everyone is superman whereas quill you get no sense that he's superman right you know what i mean um, they are. They are definitely. It is true that they're making. There's. There is a um, inflation happening. Right. Because, for example, in the in the last one, which is what we'll get to talk about, uh, what's her name? The Black Widow. She's just a fighter. She doesn't have super strength. Right. She's just a trained fighter. Well, and she is like a graceful. Yeah, she's a ballerina, graceful thing. Yeah. But she's battling celestial. Uh, aliens that came down with po- superpowers, right? Like it's just like another jujitsu match. Well, and the same goes for T'Challa's uh, general. I can't remember her name, but you know, in Black Panther, the, oh right, the main general yeah. woman yeah. with with the spear. Yeah, she is presumably just a human, re- regular human with super good fighting skills and a really kick ass spear. That's true. She's not an alien with superpowers. No, and, and oh, okay, th- that's fair that the spear is made out of the magic material, but that doesn't mean she doesn't shoot lasers. She's not wearing like impermeable armor like no. Black Panther is. No, so yeah, so uh, now I will for what I learned in this latest you know um, movie Infinity War. Infinity Wars? Infinity War? Uh, Infinity War. I realized that even if you make everyone like Superman, I will still totally love a movie yeah. <laughs> if you make it a fun story. Yeah. If you like, I, it's, yeah. it's, I'll only start to critique that portion if, I, if I'm getting a little bored. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's was the Winter Soldier for me. And I realized, because like on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 89, Winter Soldier. Right. It's, it's one, but really, uh, there's a lot in the 80s and a lot in the 90s. Anyway, so I'm going to give my ranking and then you can kind of chime in. Okay. So my best is Guardians and then, and then I have like near best. Okay. Is near my best. next, my next category. And the, so Guardians, I gave a nine out of 10. Nice. I would too, probably. I might even bump it up to a, to a 10 or something. Uh, but these are all eights for me. 
So Avengers Infinity War, I gave it eight. Uh, Avengers Infinity War is the one we just saw. You're saying that's in your second category right. of greatness. Okay. Yeah. Where would you put? Would you put it up there? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's that's probably right. Okay. I don't know if it's like my number two, but it's definitely in my second category of. It's hard. Of, yeah, I'm. You know, it's yeah hard for me to put in order. That's why I don't like to right. do that because. But it was really. I would have really had some serious issues with a lot of things, just like some people do with certain DC movies. <laughs> but I can't because it's such a such a complex thing, and they really do pull it off. It's, yeah. It's like I can't yeah. be angry about tiny little details all over the place. Yeah, certainly. As you know, like with the Star Wars movies, you yeah. can you can nitpick it, but the overall I mean when you just think about all the ways they could have screwed that up. Right. There are so many ways with Infinity War that they could have oh, totally. screwed that up. And totally. and even to the nerds who right. read these comic books forwards and backwards are seemingly satisfied yeah. and that that is a feat you know right and and you know i i read the infinity the infinity gauntlet uh graphic novel yeah um, so, so let me ask you a question in the in the novel right after he snaps his fingers does he lose the gauntlet in the in the because in the movie he loses spoiler, spoiler alert Ed, by the way yeah in the movie he loses the gauntlet. It like damages his hand or something. Well, I think it just goes away or, or no, something. No, he still has it, but like his hand's damaged. Like he can't, oh. like something's gone wrong with it. Oh, right. Right. But in the comics. No, no, the gauntlet's he, he, he just snaps and he gets yeah. to do it again if he wants to. If he wanted to, yeah. yeah. That's not how they, like they definitely have to, something has to happen to outsmart him. Right. And I think that's a smart move for Infinity War because if he's in it's he if he's like invincible god you know universe affecting snapping of the fingers then how would you explain the next movie well not only that because in the so in the graphic novel they do you mind if i give some spoilers of the graphic novel i know i've heard it all like he is trying to impress this right okay woman. so so, th- so this is the thing the the motivation in the graphic novel is way better because in the movie they try to do this like oh I'm going to population control the universe, the galaxy. And so it's like, come well, on. Well, I kind of like that because even though it seems a little funny, it's like, well, couldn't you snap your fingers and just give double abundance to everything? But, but I sort of liked the tone because it's something, to me at least, way more relatable than trying to impress this, this death girl. I, I guess where you're coming from, because for me, it, it's not a death girl, right? Like, Thanos in the comics is one of the most powerful beings in the universe anyways, let alone with the Infinity Gauntlet. So he has no mundane desires like, I need more gold. I want to take over a planet. His desire is he's trying to but, win but the love. But in the movies, that's he didn't want gold or no, take no, over No, no, I know. I'm, what I'm saying is like in the graphic novel, they needed to give him uh, uh, something that, that was believable within the realm of comics because oh. he's the most powerful. But so what the, the angle they went with is he wants he is in love madly in love with death, right? And not like someone that's into death, the manifestation of universal death, right? And she wants nothing to do with him, right? And he's tried everything. He's massacred planets. He's murdered everything. He's tried so many things, and so he comes so up. So he's with this, like trying to sacrifice to her. Or yeah, like, so like he, look at me. I can yes. offer up all these. You souls. love death, right? And so then he comes up with this cockamamie plan of like, fine, I will kill off half of the universe for you, right? Yeah. 
And so that's how he's doing it. And because they set that up in the graphic novel, he has a weakness because he's so into like see, you see he's got this like weakness about but, his obsession about But her. can you imagine making that into the movie? Well, no, because they would have had to set it up. It would have been sort of out of nowhere. Well, that know? well but But in if, the graphic novel, death is an entity that they've right. had before. But even if even if they did set that up, I just feel like that would not it wouldn't the way that they did it, which I like when they do this, like they did it with Black Panther, where the the villain you have some shred of empathy for, and you have you understand them on some level. Right. You know, in in Black Panther, you have someone who's like, "Look, we can't be isolationists in in Wakanda. There, all of our people around the world in right. general are being are being oppressed and and lynched and killed, and we've sat here and done nothing. Right. We, let's do something about it." and if you're not going to do something, I'm going to come back there and take over the country and I'm going to and I'm going to do something about it. But then that mentality in that person is taken too far and he wants to actually become the ruler of the world and basically become the oppressor himself and right. so da blah blah. And but so with with uh with Thanos it's like you know, I guess when I really think about it, it makes no sense. But no. when I watched it, and I saw it twice, yeah. when I watched it, it felt like, okay, right. you know, overpopulation. Well, it, it makes so it makes sense from the context of a mad titan, which is what he is. Because it's it, it makes the same sense. I don't get the whole titan thing. Oh, sorry. That's just because he's titan, from... Titan is a planet? He's from a race called the titan. Because, yeah, because whenever they said titan, I'm like, titan the moon? No, because th- that's confusing. Because wait, actually, which which planet is that of moon of? Uh, uh, Titan is a moon of, of Saturn. Saturn, sorry. Yes, actually, that's right. That's why. <laughs> that's that's where they live. His, his people are from Titan. So in the movie, when they go to Titan, they're going to the moon Titan. Yeah, C- because the gravity's all off. Well, I don't know if it, sorry, I don't know if in the movie that's where they're going, but in the graphic novel, he's from the moon Titan from Saturn. Okay. There's so a, it used to be the the biggest moon because they included the atmosphere because they couldn't they couldn't tell uh-huh. and then eventually they discovered oh it's it's actually kind of fluffy because the atmosphere in Ganymede is bigger yeah. um, uh, slightly if I remember my keep in mind when they wrote him in it's it's like sixties totally I get I that but in the but in the movie I'm like I yeah. got the impression like we're not on the moon Titan because this that. That doesn't make any sense, and he can't be from Titan because his people in the graphic novel are from Titan. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, but anyways, my my point is that it makes sense in the same way that the following makes sense to him. Oh, I know I killed your mother and almost everyone you knew, but I rescued you. Therefore, that's why I love you, Gamora. Right. It's like. None of that made sense. But to you, it must make sense. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It, yeah. To you, it makes sense. Right. But the reason I hate you is because that doesn't make sense. Right. And that's the situation. It's the same reason why Gamora didn't see the blind spot of, oh, wait, there is someone he cares about. It's me. Because how, how would she imagine that that's the case when he pitted all his children to fight each other to nearly to the death and tortured Nebula and all these other things? Like, it doesn't make sense, right? I mean, it makes sense if you're, ta- you're freaking Thanos. But it doesn't make sense if you're a quote-unquote a normal alien. 
And so, back to our situation, what I was trying to get at is in the graphic novel, it makes sense that they were able to outsmart him because he has a weakness. His weakness is his obsession for Lady Death. Mm. And they were able to exploit that in the graphic novel. In the movies, they have not set anything of that up, and he really has no mental weakness in that sense because what are they going to say? Like, well, we'll kill you, someone you care about. I care about no one. Well, like, what else is that? What could they possibly, like, manipulate him with? Yeah. Right? But... That's why I think they needed to disable the glove temporarily because they need they need some plausible explanation for how they can actually come back from all this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any predictions about what they're going to do? Well, obviously, Doctor Strange uh, said that there was only one one timeline in which it worked, or one, you know. Yeah. And so, and that probably included him giving him the the thing. Right. So. What's probably going to happen is Nebula, which because Nebula in the graphic novel plays a big role, right? So she's and she's coming back and she wants revenge, and right? Just, I, I think it's totally obvious that Nebula is going to play a massive right. role because when I learned about the graphic novel and then I saw what I saw in, in Infinity War, and then I was like, wait, the one thing that's kind of been bothering me about the movies leading up to this movie was the whole Nebula side like in guardians right. two she's like a sideline guardians one she's a sideline right um and i'm always like who cares about net i think i think they knew way back when from the very beginning when they introduced thanos that they were going to follow that graphic novel yeah. thing and right. that and and you know because every movie it's like the nebula psyche is just getting more and more screwed up right she uh, at first, they they begin it with Nebula and Gamora are kind of yin and yang right. of daughters of Thanos who have and Nebula's been, trying to be the the loyal one. And, well, they're both kind of trying to be loyal, but but uh, Gamora internally has more morals and breaks free. But Gamora or Nebula hates Thanos just as much as anyone yeah, else true, does. But but Nebula is just pure rage, you know, and so. Um, so Nebula and Gamora have had this sort of back, they've had us like a Loki Thor thing going back. And every time I saw, I was like, who cares about this? It's like totally a side (laughs) plot, but I, but now I'm convinced like they're setting up some massive tragedy that's going to happen in the next one where Nebula is going to finally redeem herself in Gamora's name because she, she she knows her sister died. She hates Thanos. Who has Thanos abused the most in right. the storyline? Right. No one comes close to right. to yeah. And and Nebula symbolizes in the story every evil thing that Thanos has done. And what more justice, poetic justice, would it be right. for Nebula to be the final blow? Yeah. Having said that, I know Iron Man. Has to be involved, of course, and the Hulk, and the, the Hulk's Hulk, going to have to make a comeback. Because okay, and that they wrote that in a long time ago too. Right. Because it's like they wanted to have Thor Ragnarok, where he's all Hulk, right? And then he can't get Hulk to come back all the way through Infinity War, and then that's going to be a major moment. Right. Where, so you know they're going to wait till that emerges. You know who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, Thor has to play a role, obviously. Um, and, uh, yes. Oh, and obviously Captain, uh, yeah, Captain America. So, and I also think Iron Man's going to die. Yeah. I've heard that 
that said, well, be- um, because Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do it anymore. Okay, and, and they need a big, big sacrifice. In right, the movie. right. They need they need someone to go, and it would make poetic sense as well because yeah. Iron Man started the whole thing off. Yeah. And really, do we need more Iron Man? And the <laughs> other thing is like the the next. What I've heard is the next uh, set of movies moving into the future are going to be like the young Avengers mm-hmm. and it's going to be Spider-Man and Cat is it Captain Scarlet Witch and, and yeah and Captain Marvella Mar- Oh Captain Marvel but is the woman's name different or did they kept Captain Marvel Captain Marvel Okay uh so so there's a whole thing with the power from Marvel and all that stuff oh, Okay but I think it's Captain Marvel oh, Okay Yeah and who's t- played by Brie Larson Oh okay did you know that? I didn't know. There's that. a there's a, she she has a standalone movie coming out in between. I didn't know she had a movie. I, sorry, I knew they were making a Captain Marvel movie. I didn't know who the actress was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I I know little. I mean, I started reading about her recently because I I really didn't know much about Captain, Captain Marvel? Marvel. Yeah. Or the actress Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. But she's I don't know which version they're going with, but there's a version of Captain Marvel that's way overpowered, like way more. Right. Than- <laughs> well, Captain. Well, did you ever watch Shazam as a kid? Oh, is that what it's from? Yeah, Shazam and Captain Marvel are the same thing. No, wait, no, no. Sorry, it can't be. No. Wait. I know why you're confused. Uh, Captain Marvel, that Captain Marvel is Shazam, but that's DC. Really? Yes. There's so, a Captain Marvel there's a in Captain DC? Marvel in DC, and there's a Captain Marvel in, 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 in um, Marvel. <laughs> there's a cat. Oh, yeah, that's Shazam. Yes. Oh, there's a Captain Marvel in MC. In my in my mind, I'm like it was right, the same right. person. No, no, it's not. But uh, so Captain Marvel in the in the in the Marvel universe has always been a girl. Yes, but but I believe there was someone called Marvel or something, and I don't know if that was. Well, there's a girl Miss Ms. Marvel. There is Miss Marvel, who she goes by either Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Okay. Anyways, okay. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up for me because. This whole time, I thought she was Shazam. <laughs> yeah, no, Shazam. By the way, very overpowered because he's got like the power of all the gods, right? Right. Of the Greek gods, but so, uh, but Captain so Marvel Captain- in Marvel, she has at least in one version, she has like the power of light, and I mean like electromagnetism, like like energy. Oh. Sort of like you know how Hulk, he's gamma. It's like Hulk. The reason I I'm such a fan of the Hulk character. Is because ultimately, in theory, you can make an argument that he's the most powerful container in the universe because he contains potentially unlimited gamma gamma power, and gamma power is the the strongest energy in the universe, right? Uh, but so you could also argue all of us have quantum level energy, so therefore we all no. But I mean, I'm talking about comics right so but but the point is that as you probably know the angrier he gets the more powerful he gets yeah the reason that is in the explanation of the comics is because he channels in theory he can channel the entire gamma power of the universe well but that's like saying yeah because it's the equivalent making the rules (laughs) but it's equivalent to it, it, it um Having all of the radio, uh, you know, radiation. Sure, except if you have all the radio radiation, gamma is stronger. <laughs> now, he, there's this whole series called um, uh, World Breaker Hulk, you know, Planet Hulk and World Breaker Hulk and stuff like this, where he, so he was sent away by the Avengers because he was a risk. And so they sent him away. And he lands in this place that is the planet in Thor Ragnarok. Mm. 
But that's his, he's got this whole storyline where he does become the ruler of that world and then these terrorists kill his, uh, his wife and all of his family and stuff. And he's so enraged, more than he's ever been ever, ever before, that he comes back to Earth and beats everyone up. <laughs> everyone. The only person that draws a standstill with him is this guy called the Sentry, who is essentially the Superman of the Marvel. So, but but even then, he doesn't like beat him. They're just like they get exhausted so in battle. <laughs> how will Ms. Marvel play a role in the next Infinity War movie? I don't know, but obviously the indication is that what's his name, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and yeah, Nick uh, Fury, yeah, he's calling in the big guns. But I always. I always laugh at that. It's like, why just now? Like, yeah. what about the previous alien, alien invasion? Well, I think they're going to explain that, right? Hopefully, th- yeah. In the next... Because, again, I trust the MCU people to yeah. to make it all fit, you know? Sort of. Like, <laughs> like she... Maybe she became Miss Marvel recently, and she's off doing something, or... Yeah. the The other implication that I heard was that they want to go with a different philosophy for the young Avengers, and they're going to be kind of in response to the original Avengers, I and see. and they're they're going to be like less. Um, you know how the original Avengers are like, we can do it, and the the young Avengers are going to be like, look, every time you think you can do it, like you just cause more problems. I see. And so you have to be you have to be, and I think so. Ms. Marvel might be like not wanting to be a part of the Avengers because she disagrees with the philosophy of, of calling attention to yourself, which causes bad things to come to earth, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so Guardians of the Galaxy, number one, my number two category, we have Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I actually, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy, that world so mm-hmm. much yeah. that even though Guardians of the Galaxy 2 isn't, that great of a movie, it still, still had enjoyed all, it. Still had all the characters. I really enjoyed it too. To be yeah. fair, I just I was a little more like, especially the middle part. I was a little less engaged. Yeah, it seemed um, just like wait. So the dude's a god, and right, you know. It seemed and then like, and then I also felt the the so the soundtrack on its own really great, but but it wasn't as closely woven yeah. into the movie. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, I put in this category. I really like Doctor Strange, which I. Tried watching with you in the theater and then tried watching it again on my own. And both times, not because of it, but because you, of me, you, you I fell asleep. asleep. Yeah. So I've still never seen the whole thing. And I love Ant-Man. Oh, I really enjoyed Ant-Man. A lot yeah. of people don't like Ant-Man, but, but I liked really? it. Yeah. It was funny. I liked it because it was funny. It was... I, I, w- I saw... I think Ant-Man might have come out around the same time as Winter Soldier and Civil War. And, and the- I mean, who? Who really thought... That's gonna be good, right? <laughs> and, and I and I just liked it because it was just a simple story, and it wasn't right. trying to be serious, and it wasn't right. trying to tie in all these other things. It was just a a simple story, and I don't know. And it was kind of originally you're like, oh, so you're small, and you're like, oh, you write and on. I, I really like uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, it, yeah, I really like it. And Black Panther, I put this one. A lot of people consider Black Panther to be their favorite MCU movie. Yeah, no, I, I. I hear that. I I actually had, I had quite a few problems with Black Panther. Really? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I sat there. What I've number seen it out twice of ten? The what number out of ten would you give? I think didn't I say I gave it a seven or something? Okay. I, I mean the the problem for me is that it was, it was um, 
overhyped, right? So when I went inside, I was already like hearing perfect tens, all these things. Yeah. And then the the other aspect. Well, why do you think that is? Have we, did we talk about this? I don't know if we ever did. I mean, why, why do you think people were? I mean, there are people who are talking about Black Panther as like the best movie in ten years, kind of a thing. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I clearly get the cultural significance. Yeah. But that doesn't explain some of the commentary I hear. Right. Because it's one thing to say like it's if someone said the said, said something like, "Look, Get Out." And Black Panther are two of the most important movies of the last decade. I'd be like, I could buy that. Now, there might be people to disagree. Like, what about Moonlight? What about some of these other uh, social topic movies? I don't know, right? But but I'm saying I could sort of see the point, right? Like, this is a movie that proved you can have a billion-dollar franchise yeah. with black actors. But in terms of, like, enjoyment. But in terms of enjoyment, there were things about it that actually bugged me. Like, the the premise is... These people are in this secluded society. They don't, they don't reveal themselves to the world, and they're rich because of this magical material that does everything. It heals wounds. It, it's the strongest material. It does everything. You, what did you need it to do? It, it does it. But they can't be yeah, wealthy. That, that's another, just another complaint. It's like whenever – so everyone is basically Superman and Invincible, and any technology is basically just – you know, we're talking a million years in the future, you know? <laughs> right. Wakanda isn't just advanced. They have they have technology and materials that I can't even imagine how they would work. Right. You know? And then and then there there were a couple things that specifically bugged me. One of them was um they did a little bit of threes company because the 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 guy who shows up and steals the bad guy, the, in other words, the the what is it? The Black Panther's cousin, yeah. right? Shows up and steals the bad guy. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan shows up and steals the bad guy. Later, he shows up and he's like, here, I caught this guy for you guys, right? Yeah. And at no point does the Black Panther guy clarify, hold the horses. Yeah. We had him. We were bringing him back. Well, He stole him but I kinda, from when, us. When I, I, I had a problem with that too, but when I watched it the second time, it made sense in a sense, if you kind of give them a little bit. Because he was feeling guilty? Is no, that in that, by the time Michael B. Jordan shows up, he, he, he brought the guy as a way to get in. And sure. then once he gets into the throne room, he, he starts kind of making some sense. Because yes. he's talking about, we shouldn't be sitting here isolating. We should get out there. And, there's, and you right. can tell, like, there's some tribes. Some people going, hmm, We're kind of yeah. like, you know, I've always kind of... Th- and, and the kings of old, including Chala's father, were always like, no, no, no. We need, right. to, we need to be safe. And, and so he caused a spark. And then he challenged, and T'Challa accepted the challenge. Right. But, but to be fair, the, uh, the guy from Get Out, yeah. he has been loyal to a fault to the Black Panther, right? He did. He didn't challenge him for his rulership. He supported him in all cases. He's he's only mad at him because he thinks he let the bad guy get away, right? right? But, but the but, only but, reason but again, the bad guy got away yeah. is because Michael B. Jordan stole him. They needed some scene there, but but it was more than that because when the guy from Get Out, which um, <laughs> I, I I know his name, but I know I'm going to butcher it anyway. He goes to Chala and says, make sure you get Claw because Claw has killed yeah, yeah. my family. Yeah, yeah. And so there's some kind of, he's busted up about it. And so he's right. not, he's not thinking quite straight about the topic. Anyway. Well, anyways. And so, and then 
the other part about it is him and his wife, or yeah, I think they're married. Um, Who? Uh, uh, the, the warrior gal is, oh, yeah. I think, the wife of the... Okay. Right. They're sitting there on the battlefield, right? Like, killing each other. They're, they're killing each other. The rhino shows up and, and stops at the last second in front of the, the gal. And then they have this, like, sort of cutesy couples moment. And I'm like, you are murdering everyone. Like, right. it's, and it, all of a sudden, everything's okay. Right. Well, and that's part of the problem that I have with all these movies, which is whenever they get to that culminating battle where right. you have all all I see is cartoon. That's all I see. Well, but these are the same people that are saying best movie ever, all these things. We're like, Martha, oh, my childhood is ruined. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Anyways, so that's my... That so, so those six are in my near best. Avengers, Infinity War, Ragnarok, Guardians 2, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Black Panther. The next category I say is good, and this is my sevens, okay. which is actually... When I see a movie and I walk out and I'm like, that was a good movie. Like, I give that a enthusiastic thumbs up. That's what a seven is. These are all those. Uh, Iron Man, one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Iron Man, three. I actually, not a lot of people liked three. I liked it because, again, it, it felt more small. I liked three. I didn't like two as much. I liked three. Yeah. Um, the the first Avengers movie. Yeah, that I, was fun. I gave that. Civil War. I liked Civil War. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was okay with it. I watched that one again and liked it more the second yeah. time. Yeah. Because, um, again, it had a lot... It has a lot of plot where I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming, I gave a seven as well. Um, and then the next category is Netflix, which is sixes and fives, which okay. is like... <laughs> which is like totally watched on Netflix. You'll you'll like it, you know? Uh, the first Thor movie, uh, the first Avenger, Captain America, uh, Thor 2. <laughs> I did wait, not see wait, that one. Thor I heard t- it was not good. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, uh, Iron Man 2, Age of Ultron, and The Incredible Hulk. Okay, so I mostly agree with that, except I I would have docked down Age of Ultron. Um, that one really bored me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so that whole category, yeah, maybe I would put Age of Ultron... Down with, uh, down with Winter Soldier. Um, okay, so Infinity War, uh, directed by the Russo brothers, who also were involved in Arrested Development. I'm rewatching all the Arrested Development. Oh, are you? <laughs> bec- because they're remixing season four. Did you hear about this? Yes, I heard. <laughs> and they're coming out with a season five. That's crazy. And so, and it's been a, and I've I've watched the series a few times before. Before, but did you know when the when Arrested Development came out? Can, do you know what year? Uh, two thousand one. It's not around like three or two. Yeah, yeah. so long ago. Uh, three, two thousand three. Uh, Russo brothers also worked on Community. They did Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and they're the directors of the of of the the, the next and final Avengers movie. Uh, written by uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who also wrote the Narnia movies, hmm. First Avenger, Pain and Gain, Thor, Dark World, Captain America, wow. Gu- Guardians. Um, anyway, and of course, it's produced by Kevin Feig. Is that how you pronounce his name? He's basically the Marvel uh, Marvel comic universe boss. Oh, but let's take a break. And when we, get, Feig, yeah. when, we, when we get back, let's continue this. What do you say, Bruno? Let's do it. All right, we're back from the break. If there was a patron um, 
hero in the Marvel universe, what what would it what would his or her powers be? A patron hero in the Marvel universe, they would certainly be able to like Captain Patreon, right? <laughs> they would certainly be able to touch someone on the on the temple and calm them down and make them way more empathetic. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Kevin Feig, uh, just all the movies, Blade, X-Men, Daredevil, X2, oh. Hulk, Punisher. Do you remember the Punisher in Sorry. Two- 2004? Sorry, dude. You know what I just realized? What? Our, our Patreon superhero yeah. is going to get called out because they're going to be like touching someone's forehead and they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, you're invading my private space. <laughs> what, would, what would Captain Patreon's villain arch nemesis be? Oh, yeah. Basically, you, someone you, that... YouTube commenter? Yeah, that's right. The YouTube commenter. They can... What they, no, their power is basically... They can make you angry enough to start trolling on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man 2, Blade Trinity, Elektra, Man-Thing. I don't remember. What were you saying about... Uh, you just said Daredevil, that there was a Daredevil movie. No, no. You said... Uh, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, well, that was with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Jesus. Fantastic Four... Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and then all the all basically every MCU. He, this guy has been the producer of Kevin. What's his name? Feig, I Feig. believe his name. Um, all can you name all the stars who star in Infinity War? Go. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the names. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Uh, freaking Jurassic. Uh, Chris. Chris Pratt. Yeah. There's two more Chris's. Chris, oh uh, right, not Pine. Chris, Chris oh, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. He's Thor. Chris Evans. Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the name. Okay, you got Mark Ruffalo, Benedict Cumberbatch, Don Cheadle, Tom Holland, Chadwick Boseman, I, Paul I, I, I Paul Bettany. Know, I do know a lot of those names. So. Elizabeth Olsen, Letitia Wright, Dave Bautista, Zoe Saldana, Josh. Oh my gosh, Bowen. I'm terrible. I actually know most of those names. Peter Dinklage, Samuel Jackson, among others. I uh, I feel so bad. Like, do you know what the budget was for for this movie? What do you think? It was. So Six hundred million. Uh, I, well, it's been. Some people said that, but it was in Wikipedia. It was three to four hundred million. Okay. Uh, worldwide opening weekend. How much do you think it did? One point one billion. Uh, no, but it did uh, two thirds of a billion. Um, Wait, it worldwide? Worldwide. O- it was opening a, weekend. Opening weekend. Okay, and it wasn't a three day weekend, right? Uh, it, it it where in the you know, schema of rankings opening weekend, do you think it is? Oh, I, I don't know. I thought it broke records, but maybe it's number three. It's number one. It is number one. So I, I second-guessed myself for no reason. What's number two? Do you know what Black Panther. Two? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Black Panther is 16. Wait, really? Because I thought it also broke. Okay. Um, for wait, o- this is just opening weekend. Opening weekend overall number World, two. Worldwide. Yeah. yeah. And adjusted for inflation? I don't think so. Okay, Avatar. But most of these are all... Uh, Avatar is not on oh, the right. top... Th- I have the top 30, Holy so... Holy crap, so it got bumped. Okay. Oh, maybe maybe Avatar didn't have a big opening weekend. Yeah. And it just made a billion dollars. Right. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Or what do you think is in the top 30? Well, certainly Star Wars... Uh, Which like one? Empire. Empire. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. 
Is Empire on here? Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. Okay. Uh, the Last Jedi. Uh, Last Jedi is yes, I saw it somewhere on here. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part yeah. Two. They are in the like the twenties, I believe. Oh, really? Uh, oh no, Half Bus Prince is number nine. Okay. So Fate and the Furious. What number two? Oh, oh my god! You didn't know that? No. Yeah. The the Furious uh, movies. Oh, no, I know they're very successful. I totally forgot or didn't know that they were literally almost number one. Yeah. It was probably just bumped by Avengers. Though. Yeah, exactly. Holy crap! Yeah, Fate and the, the the Fast and Furious movies. We tend to you and I tend to look at them as sort of like, ha ha ha. You know, maybe I'll watch it. Right. Maybe I. I don't care. I, I pretty much know what's going to happen. Right. 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 And I know I'm not going to like it but very much. Love them, but. Not only in in the United States, but around the Worldwide, world, yeah. like it it huge in That's China. Crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, and then Force Awakens number three. Oh, of course, Force Awakens. You're gonna die. Um, oh, Deathly Houses number five. So you're oh, right okay. about that. Okay. Um, Jurassic World number four. Oh, what? I are you gonna see the next Jurassic movie? I don't. Well, I'm seeing it, but I don't. I'm not excited about it. I, usually, I will see a movie just because I'm like. Well, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I don't think I want to watch the next one. No, I don't remember what you said, because I actually enjoyed Jurassic World. I I enjoyed it as a popcorn movie. I think I probably gave it yeah. a five. I watched it in the theater. I was thoroughly entertained. I understand I, why I was, some of my critic friends th- think it's completely vanilla and superficial. Totally get it. But it was very. Uh, it was an enjoyable big screen right. experience. For it me. was a monster movie, and yeah. there were monsters. But this next one but looks this, bad. Yeah, the next one just looks so yeah. dumb. I mean, it looks comical. The scene where uh, uh, Chris Pratt is in a trailer with a big dinosaur. Of yeah, some kind. <laughs> and, a T-Rex. And he's trying to not wake it up. Right. And then it wakes up because, of course. Right. And then. There's this scene where Pratt jumps over the thing's head, and it looks so dumb. Yeah, yeah. And this was the best scene they could come up with for the trailer. Well, because the other thing is, keeping in mind that when Jurassic World came out, it's not like we had just had a Jurassic movie. It had been years, like, I don't know, a decade, over a decade. It had been a long time. So I I was like, okay, cool, show me a new dinosaur movie. Right now, I'm dinosaured out. I'm like, okay, I saw my dinosaur movie. Yeah. You put out, uh, uh, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. And uh, what I thought they were going to do was actually use Chris Pratt. Because, you know, when you see Chris Pratt in Guardians, you're like, you are using Chris Pratt. Right. You know, you got him uh, fit, so you took his shirt off. Yep. You're, you have him making all the funny faces. You know, he's sort of like the the frat guy, bro guy, you know, and then Jurassic world comes out and there's not a single joke. It was like it to me, what it felt like was they wrote it for just sort of a random person. Mm. And then they're like, well, let's put Chris Pratt. He's a big name. And they didn't write it to him. Yeah. It wasn't written for him. I did think he was good in it, but I, I agree with you. I didn't, I thought anyone could have played that, that role as Mm. far as I could. There was one joke where him and, um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard are having a little meet cute thing, and but anyway, moving on. Uh, Batman v Superman 
Number seven. Wow. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> that brings little tears to my heart. Uh, Last Jedi, six. Furious, Furious, seven, eight. Half-Blood Prince, nine. Marvel's The Avengers, ten. Age of Ultron, 11. Transformers, Dark of the, Dark of the Moon? Dark of the Moon? Is that right? Is that, <laughs> yeah. a, ty- is that a typo? Probably not. Uh, Twelve. Spider-Man 3 from 07. Spider-Man 3. Was that still with what's-his-face? Uh, with... Uh, uh, what's-his-face? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Storm movie? He was, uh, he was so big back in the What was that the movie? The Storm? Was he in that one? Yeah. The, uh, I just think of... Um, God damn it. Cedar House Rules. Yeah, Cedar, yeah. Cider, Cider House, House Rules. Cider House. Cider <laughs> anyway, so talking about Infinity War... I liked the fact... Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. I liked the fact that there were so many characters because uh, they, they had a really hard time. They had a really big job to do, and, they, and, yeah. they, and I think they pulled it off well. Yeah. And it was pretty good storytelling, and the movie moves blazingly fast. The first number of scenes are really well tied together in terms of transitions because we start off on the one of the ships from... Asgard. Well, now I did have a problem with this because this is one of those cases where they rely on like, oh, you didn't see the webisode we put out and the. Oh, really? Because like at the was there a webisode? There were. I don't know if it was webisode, but there was definitely story outside of the movie. Totally. Listen, at the end of Thor, they like. Ragnarok, or uh, sorry, Asgard's not a place, it's a people. Right. And then we start with Infinity War, and, and they're, they're all... The people are dead. Well, <laughs> I, but, but I rewatched it, and I paid very close attention, and... Half of them are. Half of yeah, them, right. he's killed half of them. Right. And, but, but it's still, a, like, you're like, wait, what just happened? Right. Because all we see is that they're getting ingested by a bigger ship at the end. Right. But I think, again, I think this is similar to... Um, uh, Star Wars Eight, yeah, and that it's like someone comes into it, and they, you know, I'm sure they thought, well, let's try to transition all these stories in, yeah. and there's a certain point like this is movie's going to be ten hours long, right, right, right. let's get to what matters, yeah. and you know, really, no one really cares about the Asgardians. They care about Thor. Yeah. They care about Loki. They care about Thor. They care about um, Hulk. Yeah, people kind of no, care I, about. I actually, I, I am, I am totally with you on that. Not only that, I do think that. It was super effective to set it up that, look, Thor and the Hulk and Loki stood no chance. Right. Th- that's great, right? Because so you're like, oh, what is this guy? Right. The only part I had a problem with, it was confusing for the first couple minutes. I right. was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Why? Who, yeah, well, why that's we? when I saw it the second time. Uh, in fact, the first time I watched this movie, I left going and like, whoa. But then I went home and I was like, "Wait, I need to watch that again because right. so many so things, happens. so many things are happening." Yes. You know, yeah. Um, and and like I said before, even though everyone is basically a god in this movie, even the decidedly normal humans, <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about yeah. that and just <laughs> really, you know, I felt like this movie really because in the comic books it's the same thing. Like no one really dies. Uh, right. They show people getting punched, and you're and you know like and powers like, are completely inconsistent in the comics. Right. Yeah. Someone will get punched, and you know the Hulk will go like you. You see the Hulk go ah, uh, and he's punched, but like you can't hurt. You and can't hurt. Covers, so it's, it's but fun. but it's like but you feel it. You know. You, and that and that's the beauty of that's when you know you're doing it right when it's like yes everyone has everyone's super powered but 
you still feel the punches. Right, you know? right. I, I will say the Battle of Wakanda did bug me, though, because in the first, in the, in the Black Panther movie, they have all these ships, all these fancy uh, spaceships nearly, right? Like, they, they with weapons on them and all these crazy things. And I don't get the sense that they got all destroyed at the end of Black Panther or anything. Well, it kind of did because when they were trying to get off of the, the, Wakanda, the weapons, right? Yeah. So they destroyed some of them. But I guess maybe they should have pointed that out a little better because I was thinking, so they have this most advanced technology on Earth. But it's all basically... But they're fighting with lances? Right. Why not call the freaking armies of the Earth that have planes and jet fighters that can carpet bomb the hell out of those creatures? I thought, but I didn't notice that. I just want to say. So I, I, I was bugged by it. Not only that, I hated, and maybe I'm just being too stupid here, but it's like when they charge, because I'm like, Look, you're just going to tire yourself out. <laughs> Why are you charging? Running at full sprint. First of all, you can trip and hurt yourself. <laughs> Second, you're going to arrive at these aliens tired. You don't know if they get tired like you do. <laughs> um, and the ending was, I thought, very well played. I thought, because again, they could have done it so many different ways. Sure, yeah. But they... They focused on particular people dying, and when Spider-Man dies, it's this really sad thing, and he's with with Iron Man. That's another reason why I think Iron Man's going to die, because I think Spider-Man is going to be the new kind of linchpin right. moving forward. Right. Um, so he, you know, and he's always, he's going to be the one, you'll, you know, 10 years from now, there will be, you know, MCU movie number 35, and Spider-Man will be, you know, 25 or 30 by then and kind of be a grizzled. He'll be going into Iron Man territory and he'll remember back to his mentor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when, when I saw it the first time, as it was happening and everyone was dying, there was a woman sitting not near me, but close enough that I could hear her. She was sobbing what? so loud and she sobbed loudly for 15 minutes oh like loud paying attention (laughs) (laughs) like they have the power to reverse time and they certainly only killed characters that either yeah basically like granted you could say well spider-man's the main character yeah but they're gonna bring him back like (laughs) but right so as i was thinking i was thinking wow you know she must really care about these characters, but I think, well, if she really cares, she ought to know the way these things usually go. Black Panther has a sequel coming, <laughs> right? Exactly, and and so uh, so it was yeah, it was a little interesting, but but I did hear about a lot of people crying. I mean, to me, uh, even though I know they're all coming back, and frankly, even though I know this is a cartoon made up world that doesn't actually exist, I I there were. When when they were when there were a few of the deaths did get to me a little bit, you know, did they get to you at all? No, you didn't care at all. Well, I couldn't because I'm like, well, they're they're only temporary. They're like, all coming back. They're they're all coming back. Right. It, it would have been better, honestly, if there had been some physical deaths. So someone pointed out I was watching a YouTube video about the battle in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. That was a chance for someone to like quote unquote really die. And give that battle more weight. Right. Because in essence, what happened is no one really got hurt. 
severely or yeah. actually almost at all. Well, the only ones who really died were Loki and the other. Yeah, right. Early on in the movie, right? Like, yeah. But in the and the and the old the robot guy, uh, yeah, Sentry, or not Sentry, Vision, uh, Vision. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and actually that one, actually that one was fairly effective, right? Emotionally, but, it was. But they even sort of hinted that maybe Vision is still, it's still something. There. Like you can still get him, maybe because yeah. they were transferring, right, right. But but I so I I felt when they started disappearing, it wasn't. First of all, Iron Man, the Hulk, and Thor are fine, <laughs> right? So we still got our heavy hitters. But second. Obviously, Spider-Man's coming back. Obviously, Black Panther's coming back. And I guess in my case, I also, I've read the comics. So I'm like, okay. So I guess that removed some of the stress, you know? Yeah. Um, so as you were watching it, were you like, okay, interesting. But I wasn't, but to be fair, I wasn't cynical about it. I was just like, I would, if anything, I was glad that they did do it. Cause so they, what do you think is going to happen? Because I, I think I heard a rumor that they someone saw them shooting new scenes in the past. Like the next yeah. movie is going to go right. actually back into the past right, right. when the Avengers first formed or something. Right. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. That's oh, crazy. I don't know. Well, I mean, what... Well... Do you think time travel will play a role? Let me yes, ask you that. Yes, okay. definitely. So, but how? Because... Because Doctor Strange controlled the time right. crystal-y thingy. Right. So he can maybe control it from the past. Control right. it from the past. Yeah, in the past he can do shit. Oh, okay. Um, so also, what? What else do you think? Do you also? Think- I don't. I mean, I don't think the glove is permanently disabled. I, I. I just think the. But maybe it. I don't know. Like he did say, like, well, there goes my hand, or something. I don't know. Like, I'm not entirely sure. If the glove is not permanently disabled, someone else can wield the glove. Do you think Iron Man's going to die? I, I. I buy your theory. Yeah. In fact, I could see the scenario where Nebula tried to avenge, right, and got really close but couldn't. And finally, Iron Man's got the glove. See, I'm going to invent the final scene. And then Thor cuts off the hand. Well, you could do that, right? But I was going to go this route. Iron Man's got the glove, right? And Thanos is sitting there. And now Thanos knows that Iron Man could just end Thanos, right? And Iron Man's giving his little speech. You should have known better not to kill half of everyone, blah, blah, blah. But Thanos, because he's so smart, he quickly morally wounds Iron Man and says, ha, now you, oh no, I know what, sorry, back up for a second. Iron Man says, I'm going to destroy the glove so no one else can use it. But Thanos mortally wounds Iron Man and says, ha, now if you destroy your only chance to save yourself, blah, blah, blah. But Iron Man's like, fuck it. And he's like, destroys the glove. And in the process, Thanos and and Iron Man died because Thanos was already mortal. And everything gets reversed. So every- everything gets reversed already by no that, that got that the reversal happened earlier. Oh, because Nebula got the glove and reversed shit. Oh, man, it's complicated. I don't know. Another good thing about Infinity War is that there was no Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. <laughs> I love Hawkeye. I was actually sad that he wasn't in it um, because see, unlike unlike. Black Widow and freaking the the fighter from the he actually has power. He has a, 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 his power. He does not miss. Yeah. He cannot miss. Yeah, and so and he, he has like cool arrows. He's got special di- arrows, different arrows. Um, do you know what game Groot was playing? Oh, oh it was like one of those little handheld football but, games or whatever. But I don't know the name of it. It was an it Defender. Oh, was it Defender? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So Defender. Defender 
you know, because the, so there was the coin up defender game that was really oh, hard. Did I you ever play that? Handheld. Yes, I played the coin up. Yeah, they came out with an Atari version that was like pretty good approximation for the time. And they also came out with a handheld, a little handheld that was like the football game. It didn't look like Defender. Well, if you if you see it again, you, okay. it actually says Defender on the Did top. It? Okay, yeah. I just didn't pay attention. Uh, another thing, uh, Tobias Funke is in the collector's uh, collection because uh, you know in his never or his blue um, outfit, Tobias Funke Tobias? from from Arrested Development. Oh, okay. Doctor Tobias Funke. Why is he in there? Because the directors. Start got their start. Oh, because of they wrote the rest. Okay, yeah. Got it, got it. Um, there was no Howard uh, the Duck this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bad things about this movie, mostly nitpicking stuff. Is yeah, we we know they're not actually dead. Uh, again, the Winter Soldier is back again. I just hate that character, Bucky. It's like, <laughs> it's like I just don't understand. You didn't like his flowing mane. <laughs> yeah. And he dies at the end. He did. Yeah, he was one of the people that disappeared. Yeah. Uh, Red Face showed up, which I did That's not. Red Skull. I did not understand uh, that at all. That one, it only makes sense to comic people. Okay. Because apparently in the comics, there was a storyline that. But in the movie world, the Red Skull, you mean the guy from the first? Yeah, I'm Captain like, huh? um, what? Okay. Um, Iron Man's suit is getting ridiculous. <laughs> In the first Iron Man movie, it, it was it was it was like I watched a scene from the first Iron Man movie. It is so toned down, right. like it, right. it it can do it, cool stuff, but come on, it's still pretty like advanced in the first movie. But now, in with Spider Man suit, it's like so. Basically, you seem you know Robert Downey Jr. character uh, Tony Stark. You seem to be able to make. Anything you want, and as many of them as you want. Because remember, yeah. remember one of the Iron Man movies. Right. He, he had like he had like dozens of automated Iron Man suits that could yeah. o- that could operate independently. Right. As basically good robots, and he didn't even have to risk himself. Right. And it just gets <laughs> stupid. It, and and not only that, the because uh, you know he can think about how he's controlling all these functions. Right. It's all enhanced by the super intelligent AI, right? Yeah. Uh, fuel, not an issue, right? right. He never runs out. Like, it, it's crazy. Right, he's, he somehow invented material and things that essentially doesn't make sense in the universe. You know, Hulk makes sense because there's one Hulk. Uh, Tony Stark, if he wanted to, he could mass produce these things and right. never have to leave home. Right, because if every... like. Every soldier. Don't even give them to all billion people, right? Just give them to like a million soldiers. Or Captain America. Right. Or, or you know what I mean? Right. Why, why doesn't Captain America get to pilot around one of these suits? And they're invincible. And they're nanotech, apparently. Which well, apparently I mean, means... Point, well, apparently nanotech means basically magical fairy dust. You can, you can reinvent any material. <laughs> yeah, out of nothing. Out of nothing. So, which makes no... You know, I, I just saw that... Just call it nanotech. It's nanotech. Uh, nan- <laughs> nanotech, to be clear to everyone, nanotech are small machines, essentially. If you want to make a big machine out of a bunch of small machines, you need a shit ton of small machines. Right. In fact, enough to make it... That so big thing that you're making. Yeah. <laughs> a nanotechnology doesn't mean you can uh, create something out of nothing. Right. 
which is what this thing does. Apparently, it's like a microscopic thing that lives on his body somewhere and then suddenly materializes this this extremely complicated <laughs> well, suit. Well, like the Wakanda suit is the same, right? He's got his little collar. Totally. And all of a sudden, vroom, nanotech. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, that, it, that kind of stuff bugs me. Again, because in the first Iron Man movie, it's still a stretch, but it's still based kind of in the physical realm. You know, it's sure. not a magical fairy dust. And so... Iron Man like, suit. I see where you're getting at. Like, you want your heroes to be clearly delineated. Okay, you're a Norse god. Fine. You got a magical hammer. You're a you're god. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. You are an inventor with modern, but modern US or like, you know, world technology. Right. So you invent the, the best thing possible on Earth this time frame. Right. But it's not magic. It's not magic. Right. Yeah. And T'Challa, I mean, I guess with vibranium, like that you really, is magic. I guess. You really don't know what it can do, so it's like okay. No, but that's unfair because like vibranium was presented originally as like this super strong material that could reflect almost any attack. Right. Hence, it, it's the shield, Captain America's shield. Right. But how does that feed them? How right. does that heal them? Right. It, it how does, does that? It does everything that they want it to do, and 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 I. I just feel like it's a little bit of lazy writing. Like they didn't need Iron Man's suit to be what it was. Like right. there was, there's nothing plot, but right. they just think it's cool. And it's, it's the transformers effect. Right. Like when you watch transformers and they transform into a car, it, you're like, you're watching it transform and it makes no sense. When you watch the original transformers in the cartoons, those cartoons were based on actual toys. Yeah. Like my little brother had yeah, totally. had Optimus Prime. I and, had Optimus Prime, and Optimus Prime actually looked like a semi truck yeah, with, and with it a transformed into a robot, and it transformed and into a robot. And the robot looked like the semi, right? Because he had that light still, and and all right. stuff. Yeah, because it's not a magical thing; like right. it's a robot, you know. Whereas yeah. in Transformers, it's just like it's this magical metal that just can like transform into anything, right. form of a teacup, you know. And, like, and you could say. Anything you wanted about the intelligence level of the Transformers, but mechanically, at least for a kid, they made sense. Yeah. And when you played with the toy, the truck was a truck and rolled like a truck. Exactly. The robot was a robot and stood like a robot. Right. Like Gundam, <laughs> when you see that and transform it back oh, dude. into oh, an airplane and, and then into it, like oh. th there are sacrifices that they make. Like, you know, you got to keep the wings, for right. example. And it doesn't look great on a robot, but where the work, where yeah. the wing is going to go, you know. So anyway, um, right. Whereas the new tra the new Transformers are nanotech, right? <laughs> uh, another thing, uh, yeah, Spider Man suit. The other thing is, it's like, what does Vision do? Well, he used to be super powerful, and but, they completely nerfed him, right? He used to be able to walk through things. Uh, well, so so I, when I used to be able to be super strong and fly and so all I, these things. I watched in the in the second time when he gets stabbed by he one. He says, of, "Oh, my phasing doesn't work." Right, but I, but in my mind, I thought, "Well, didn't he have like didn't he was he was marketed to me prior to this movie as as being like this mysterious, yes. all powerful." creature right. who decided to not use his powers all the time because he didn't care. Right. But he was but he could shoot lasers out of his thing and, yeah. but in but in this movie it was like once he was stabbed. Well even before he was stabbed he was like, "Oh, they're coming to attack us." Oops. Yeah. Whereas in the in the first movie we saw him in it was sort of like Oh geez, this is like almost like a Doctor Manhattan, you right? Know? It's like, yeah, Whoa. Doctor, like you can't touch this yeah. guy. 
he he seems above it all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like. Oh, just, they stabbed me. I can't phase. Just a regular guy, yeah. They stabbed me with antiphasium. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about this yet. I did I need you to maybe explain this to me, but I didn't like this was when Star Lord basically ruins everything by getting upset before they get the gauntlet off. I did not like how they did that. So I would have been okay if in the heat of the moment, like, you know, he's being his normal self, he's teasing uh Thanos, whatever. It's like, now what? Now what? And somehow Thanos is like now what is that I killed Gamora or something, right? right. And in the heat of that moment, he's like, oh, no, and he punches. You're like, because, you know, he doesn't have a moment to think it through. But instead, the scene is him going, what? And then Tony going, no, don't, just calm down. Listen to what's at stake. He's like, what? And there's like, there's like a good minute or I so know. that goes by. And then even with all that time, he's like, fuck it. I'm ruining the universe. Right. And that made it's good. so I so I saw that scene correctly. Yes, that scene makes no, no. sense. No, especially like they, they never played up. Like if it was Hulk, it would make sense because Hulk loses yes. never. But Quill, that's not his character. In fact, oh my god, how awesome would it have been? It, uh, of course, it would have had to be a different thing than Gamora and stuff. But like, imagine if that would have been a moment where Bruce is like, "No, Bruce, not now, no," you know, like that. Instead, they picked the character. Sure, he's impulsive, but not. Universally, and, and, and sure he's up, and yeah, and, he, and he's upset. But dude, you are this close to saving the universe yes. and killing Thanos. And killing Thanos, you got to get the thing off. You know, like it's yes. it's very close. They, they actually sort of made him come off a bit of a moron. Yeah, it's like come on, and that's what Quill. You said it was your favorite. Definitely my top three, and. Like, how did that happen? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a dumb scene. There, there's so many other ways you could have done it. Like, but uh, I, I think what they, what they were, the writers were like, they're like, okay, we need to have, I guess, unrestraint become a problem, so that in the next movie, so I bet you in the next movie, Quill will exhibit restraint, yeah. and it'll be like his yeah. moment. You know, but I agree. I did not like how they played that moment. Yeah. There's so many other ways to nearly beat the bad guy and you're thwarted at the last minute. Having one of your main characters be totally stupid is not a good way to do it. And I love the way that whole scene came together because they were working as a team. Totally. They even got uh, Mantis involved. Totally. Like it was, it was a great scene. Um, all right. So what's the final word, Birdo? Well, I very much, very much enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done, in spite of all the. the Did you say things. out of out of ten what you give it? Um, I give it an eight. Yeah, yeah. I gave, I gave it eight. Yeah. So I will watch it again, and I'm looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, which I guess it's Avengers Four or something like that. Well, that's the that's what they're okay. that's working title, but it'll probably be like, you know, the final battle or something. <laughs> um, you know, everyone comes back to life. You know. The Avengers return. Or, now, there is someone that they teased in one of the other movies that I, I think they need to bring him in, but maybe they're not going to. Who? There's this uh, super, super powerful entity called Adam Warlock. Huh. And in the graphic novel, he plays a big role. But here, I haven't seen... Uh, oh, they, te- and, they, they teased him in um, Ragnarok, I thought. That, uh, not Ragnarok, in, in the other one, the... Guard, uh, Guardians 2. Oh. In Guardians 2, 
Wait, what's the one with all the army? Yeah, that's Guardians too, right? They have this army of of interstellar fighters. Oh yeah, and the, yeah, that was Guardians too. The Golden People. The Golden People. That's where they teased Adam Warlock. Oh uh, yeah. No, I heard they're not gonna do that because there it would take too much time and it would throw off the whole thing. I see. Right? Maybe because they sort they need big guns because this is the thing they can't throw freaking Black Widow at the problem. Yeah. By the way, did Black Widow disappear or is she still around? I don't remember. Right. So it's like at the beginning of the next movie, Thanos will be looking in the sunset satisfied. Yeah. Because he did his job and there's no reason for him to continue. Right. So that's interesting. So that'll be a tough one. How do you get. Because his whole thing was he was trying to. So he would have to like say, well, now I have a new mission, which is. Which is to kill the other half. No, no. That's why I think that it's not starting with him having a motivation. It's starting with the people, the survivors having a motivation. And somehow Tony Stark or whoever figures out a way to get a message back to Doctor Strange in the past and blah, 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 blah. Oh, get a message back. Um, It was a super funny line when, uh, when Wong saves Iron Man. You know, uh, Iron Man is defenseless and... The guy with the with the weird axe thing is like coming down on at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming down, and then Wong creates one of those portals. Oh, right. And yeah. the guy goes through, and uh, and um, Tony Stark is running away, and he's like, "You're invited to my wedding, Wong." And that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Oh man, he is definitely one of the, the most entertaining pieces. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to see like the different pairings. You know, yeah. the Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, and then he had Tony Stark. And a Quill, and then right. you had Quill and Thor, and um, yeah, and then when you had Black uh, Widow with T'Challa's general with um, right. Letitia was Letitia in that fight in the, at that moment. Um, they just they thought real. They, it was very thoughtful yeah. in terms of the other thing that I didn't realize watching it the first time was because you know end of Civil War. I thought the next Avengers movie was going to be like full out battle between Iron Man and his people and Captain America right. and his people. But in this movie, they basically just kept they them or they kept them apart. They kept them apart. Yeah. Like they never met. Iron Man and Captain America never meet. Wait, that's true cuz we ended with So cuz uh, ca- that final battle that was pretty intense but, between Cap and and Iron Man. Right. 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 That was the last time. And they... half of them were in jail and half of them. Yeah, right. And they had to escape from jail and go to the. the... It was a civil war. It Where was did the they be... end up going? They, they escaped jail. Some island or yeah. something. But it was. Um, uh, yeah. So they did had they to go to Wakanda. Is that where they went? Mm, well, but, so they sent Bucky there. Yeah, they did send Bucky there. Um, but anyway, I just thought it would, that was kind of interesting. But. Yeah, because Iron Man, I think in Infinity War, he start he 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 starts off on Earth, and and him and Spider Man very quickly end up leaving, and they yeah. stay up there. Yeah, I they think. stay. So they're not back yet. They're not right. Right now, the last thing they they just saw, he just saw Spider Man disappear. He's still on Titan. Right. Yeah. Right. And he can't fly in, or he probably can't fly. No, in apparently he can do anything. But no, yeah. no, he really couldn't get that far. Right. No. Interesting. Well, I'm looking uh, forward to four, and and what I th- what I predict is going to happen in terms of the reception 
is it's going to be good, but it's going to be a letdown. Because it has to wrap things up. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, uh, this, I, and I thought about it. I, I think this movie, because this movie has by far the most buzz right. of, of any of the movies. And, you know, did the most opening right. weekend of, of any movie of all time. And I think that it 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 benefited because all the different movies, you know, uh, Doctor Strange, Guardians, like everything kind of like was building Aligned up to, to this yeah. to this melding beauty moment. Whereas the next movie, you're not going to get that that enjoyment, right? Because it's like, well, they've already been melded. It's sort of like how Guardians one was part of the fun was them meeting each other, right. Getting to know each other, exactly. Then Guardians two, it's like, it's like well, well then, we know, yeah. And then, um. So the next movie, I think, will be really hard to write to make it really satisfying. Um, although, if you really nail Tony Stark's death, it could be amazing. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, if you really nail certain right. um, characters dying, maybe even more characters will die. Right, right, like, right. honestly, given the... Because Chris Evans, I heard, hates playing Captain America. Oh, does he? And so, so, so Captain America could die, too. Because the whole idea is they want to start over. They don't want to do these characters. Even the writers don't want to do these characters. Because really, where are you going to go with Captain America? Where are you going to go with Iron Man? I wonder why they hate it. It's like the, the workout regime or something? Well, when you're um, Robert Downey Jr., it's like, I'm guessing that these movies completely take over your life. No, and I get it from his perspective because he's already done so much, made so much money with these things. Like, how like, many more do you need? Right. It's just like it gets boring after a while, yeah. you know? And, and you're just like, I want to... I'm just wondering, Captain America is in a little different boat, but whatever. Yeah, true. But still, like, he's also had several movies, gotten paid a ton of money, and maybe he wants to move on too. <laughs> well, if I was Chris Evans, I'd be like, the way you've directed me into a corner with this character, I'm so tired <laughs> of... I, I'm, I basically am, am playing a boring Boy Scout. Yeah. Like there's nothing exciting about this character. Plus, the other thing that I think that that imagine what it's like to be in these movies yeah. is you act for two seconds at a time. Yeah. Oh yeah, the green screen stuff. There's probably <laughs> there's probably very few scenes where the cameras are just rolling. That's a good point. I I actually rarely. T- oh, they were saying that about Ready Player One too. How like Spielberg, Spielberg was probably not that in that many actual parts of the filming because the filming is a lot of it was like computer time right yeah <laughs> right he, he he was standing over the shoulder of a of a computer program like how long is that gonna take okay i'll be back in 20 days <laughs> yeah, yeah do that do that oh, okay yeah uh and so was this movie frankly uh and and that's that's what's actually one of the biggest coups i think of of uh, computer graphics is you have people going to movies now not realizing they're watching a cartoon totally Right. They're watching a cartoon with occasional live action elements right. and people are like, "Yep. I didn't watch a cartoon. I watched a real movie." Right. You know. Well, people out there, you just listen to a real podcast in which and I'm Berto, I'm glad you read the comics cuz boy. <laughs> if if you hadn't, we would have been beaten up. Oh, oh no. I hope no one that really knows the comics is listening. 
Well, if you do, you have a Twitter, by the way. No, I, I mean not one I use for any purpose. How do you know? I was thinking about this. You need a thing that where people connect because people will email me to yeah. email you, right? And I'm always like, why can't people email? Bro? I could start a Twitter account. I just I, I haven't used. I mean, I have one, but I've not used it. Um, but I also didn't have a reason to use it because you know whatever it's like. What am I going to tweet? Because about? at this point, but in order now I could tweet about in order stuff. for people to interact with you, they have to go to the fan page or something. Oh, right. by the way, we have a new a new fan fan page right. moderator. So I'm not on the fan page. So has she been making herself known, April? Uh, a bit, yeah. I mean, she was introduced by Lyndon, and oh, really? I don't know the backstory. What did Lyndon say? Uh, due to he's got a lot of stuff he's dealing with right so now. So Lyndon, famous patron Lyndon in Ireland was our. Uh, I think he actually suggested we create a fan yeah, page. Our tireless fan page curator. And 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 has and super fan came out to Seattle for the last show. Um, oh, and by the way, we're having our next show, August 11, twenty eighteen, ten year anniversary show. I was thinking, Berto, that we could exchange. 10 year anniversary gifts you know Ooh, you know like yes. uh, how you have like different silver and yeah do you know paper. what do you know what 10 year is no nope. <laughs> uh, tin 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 or nickel it really is tin or nickel <laughs> so we're going to have to exchange gifts all right i'll give you a nickel <laughs> yeah I'll, no, give, I'll give you something interesting um tin. and so uh so anyway uh we've already had some people saying they're flying in for the Whoa. show yeah I gotta wear so, my best tux. So and and I'm pretty sure April is coming. Um, and so anyway, so April contact. So Lyndon contacted me, and he's like, I um I, for whatever reason I don't have a lot of time to moderate or lead the fan page right. on, on Facebook. Um, can you find someone else? And you and I were talking about uh, with April because we're gonna do a Jar Jar episode. Right. And so I just sort of randomly emailed her, and I was like, "Would you?" Do you? Be down, yeah. And and my, I fully expect her to be like, "Huh, no," but she's like, "Totally, I want to do it." Wow. And and two, this is what she does for a living. I guess. What? Yeah. What? Like this? Is, she said something like, "This is what I this do." Is what I do. This is what I do at my job. That's and, hilarious. And I was like, "Oh my god, this That's is so great. awesome!" Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm sad for whatever Lennon's gonna uh, having to deal with. I thought it was because he was upset at me for pulling an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've posted uh, on our page, uh-huh. but um, so uh, last Thursday I was well, uh, no Friday I was at a um, party for a professor at my university who is retiring after like 26 years, and. Um, and someone came up to me afterwards and she's like, you know, just kind of casually talking about things. She's like, oh, yeah. And I, I heard, you know, and I saw that you're, you closed the podcast. How, how you know, so she's not, <laughs> she's not a fan. She's right. just kind of, and she's like, oh, that's interesting. You know, you, so you closed the podcast. And I'm like, and this is, this is a month and a half after. <laughs> oh April, and I'm like, God damn it. And I'm like, no. Berto. <laughs> so there are people out there who Ooh, actually coming up to me going, so you closed the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so 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 up until... So you got to get a Twitter because, or something because... Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get a Twitter. Um, or even a Facebook page. Like, you could just create your own uh, Facebook page. I see, or one related to this. Yeah, because people... Uh, until this Instagram? point, I, when people want to contact you, I'm like, well, 
I don't know, go to the fan page, I guess, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could also say that. You could just say, like, if you want to communicate with Birdo. Certainly, if you tag me on a fan page post, I will see it, and I will delete you and block you. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, and I'll comment. But, yeah, I mean, I'll look into, maybe I'll do an Instagram, or I'll start Snapchatting, and... (laughs) <laughs> what are the kids doing these days? <laughs> oh my god! IRQ. So a couple weekends ago, I was hanging out with a, some college friends, yeah, and and their friends, and they're from what I could tell, basically our age, you know, forties, uh-huh. and they're and I'm and I'm we're playing games and stuff, and I'm just like, man, we need music, and someone's like, oh well, I, I don't know, I might have like a like a iPod or something. And I'm like, well, I have my laptop, and um, right. I have Spotify. And they're like, what's that? And I was like, well, you know, it, it has pretty much every song. And I have a pro account, so there's no ads yeah, or anything. Yeah, who still has an iPod? Yeah. and Was this 10 years ago? <laughs> and a couple of people are, are like, whoa, so you do, you, you do Spotify? And I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's, it's the best. And they're like, oh, like one of the young kids up on Spotify and stuff. And I'm like, what? Is Spotify a young person thing? I just thought everyone does Spotify. But to be clear, Spotify is awful because it screws over the artists. I don't use Spotify myself. I use the Apple Music stuff, but I thought oh. everyone used Spotify. It's the same thing, basically. But you, know, you buy things on Apple Music. No, no. They, have, they don't do that anymore. I have this subscription. Oh, so on Apple Music, it's same as Spotify. Same as Spotify. Yeah. Oh, you just subscribe yeah. and you can... But point. I used to... I bought a ton of stuff on Apple Music. Yeah. But you um, also used to have that thing... Shark or what? What was that thing called? Groove Shark. Groove Shark. Yeah, and that was like a business. That was like an early version of Spotify. Yeah. Did that have ads? No. Yeah. Was that Russian or something? Because I remember. I don't know. No, it wasn't Russian. I remember when you would play that. It was like, how does that work? You can play like any song. It was not Russian. It didn't have every song though, right? No, and a lot of times they were versions of songs that were not the original. Yeah, like live and stuff, yeah. and it, like the cataloging was right. weird. I remember. I, I I sort of got tricked initially because I thought it was legit, but they it wasn't. <laughs> so like a like, money grab or something? No, they they were. I don't think they were making money, but they certainly weren't paying money. Yeah, you know, to to get the actual yeah. thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so it must have been some. And so eventually they got taken like a down. Napster kind of. Basically, yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, but you didn't have to download BitTorrent or any, any of that stuff. It was just a site. You go to the site, you type in the song, uh, and it would play. <laughs> so, do you have time for one gripe, Berto? I do have time for one gripe. What? Give me a gripe. All right. So, this one has to do with um, a familiar topic, which is the things that people post online. Yeah. Specifically in Facebook. <laughs> um, but in this case, it's a little bit of a twist. So, you know. Recently, uh, someone posted uh, of one of the many videos that people post on, on these sites. And this video in particular was about uh, a person being sort of like verbally assaulted, verbally disrespected. Okay. And, but the video itself is irrelevant. The point is someone commented in that thread saying that, uh, well, yeah, but you know, like the, per- the other person deserved it, right? Now, you're, you'll probably appreciate this because, you know, your empathy angle, right? But I just, immediate, and, I immediate, and of course, immediately a ton of people started piling on on either direction, right? And so what started off as, as a video that I think everyone, including the people, like, would really on a normal day agree, like, that's not polite behavior. Like, that's not okay to do. It turned out into this ravenous battle 
where the original video was irrelevant. Like it, it was lost. Like the whole ravenous battle was about whether or not it's okay to yell at people for whatever random reason you think it's okay to yell at random at, at, at people. So my grab of wrath in this in this point is that, and I am guilty as charged, but I'm so I'm almost grateful at myself. Is like to a, a self-imposed gripe. Can we, yes, can we just calm the Facebook thread down and like? Stop. Just stop. Just stop posting. Stop answering. Stop answering. Especially because in a lot of these cases, like in this example, like you're not even actually arguing about whatever the post was about. Yeah. You're just really going back and forth with the other yeah, person. I, I, you know, maybe you're reaching a point because often in the past you would get involved. Right. I, I don't know why, but all I had to see was one of these maybe like seven years ago to realize no one's really having a conversation here. And, and, and everyone is basically misunderstanding the, the tone of other people yeah. that they're all just kind of arguing in their own minds, but typing something into a thing in, in Facebook. And I'm yeah. like, is anyone really talking? Well, to each other? absolutely. And I, and I keep falling into the trap here and there. Like I just had one with someone posting about the, the Israel Gaza thing. Hmm. And, this person ha- happens to be Jewish and they were strongly defending Israel's actions and a whole bunch of my contacts were sort of piling on against that, right? Yeah. Uh, and against my better judgment, I decided to pile on as well. But I, ch- at first I was just going to make a joke, but I'm like, ah, this is too serious for a joke. So I basically posted a thing. And I got as far as I think I did post, they almost immediately replied, I did post. I think I did a total of three posts, and at that point, I was like, "This is a never-ending black hole." So I'm stopping, pulling away, and yeah, I mean, even when people try to have a meta comment, like, "Hey, I I think maybe everyone's not listening to each right. other," right. you'll still get attacked or just ignored, which is exactly what happened. Uh, and and it's funny because that person. Tried to end with meta comments too, like because uh, because one of my other contacts was like, "Look, it's clear we will never agree on this, and I don't understand where you're coming from." And then the other person goes, "Well, there's no need to get angry. You know, at least we're talking about it, right?" And I'm like, "This that sentence sounds great, but that's not what's happening here, <laughs> you know." But anyways, so it's a self gripe, sort of speaking to myself. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm done. I'm tired. You're it's all over. <laughs> you're all groans up. I'm all griped up. <laughs> so my gripe has to do with pushy salespeople. I uh, recently had to get a new phone because Michael Drain broke my phone. What? <laughs> so I, I'm joking. Okay, but not really. You so broke your phone. <laughs> he and he. We've actually talked about this on the podcast. I think where. Uh, he, I was leaving, uh, we, him and I were hanging out and then I, I went outside to the street to get a lift and I was on my phone trying yeah. to, and he came up behind me and gave me this big bear hug Oh no! and my cell phone went flying <laughs> and it broke. And, oh, but, no. but, but I, in my mind, oh. I had already decided I wanted a new phone. He must have felt terrible. Oh yeah. He knowing felt, him. Yeah. He felt really bad. And uh, he, he actually coming to think of it, and he wouldn't mind me saying this. I hope is 
he he has he's done that a couple other times like one time he uh well i don't know he's just done things like that a couple other times i think he's just kind of he's sort of a bigger guy and right. anyway i was holding a faberge egg one time he came from behind swatted it out of my hands and stepped on it and, and i was like dude and he's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't know that was a faberge egg i thought you were gonna say i was i was standing there i was holding a faberge egg and he came up behind me and hit me over the head with a bat <laughs> oh god that's extreme <laughs> with lucille <laughs> yeah but uh so uh i went to the verizon store to get a new phone and yeah. i was you know i i wanted a new phone there was no and i'm sort of like i'm not gonna switch carriers i'm fine with verizon whatever so I go into the Verizon store, and I uh, am. But I'm thinking, well, do I really want to get the same phone, or right. you know, let's see what else. What, which one did break? I, which I one broke? Pixel one. Pixel one. Okay. Yeah, and I got a Pixel two. Okay. Um, and I was looking at I was looking at iPhone again, and I was looking at I was even looking at the Motorola phones. <laughs> okay. But I was but I was really looking at the Galaxy phones because the Samsung is not now that I'm used to Android. Right. After breaking from iPhone, I'm like, well, it's you know, in my head, I'm like, aren't the Samsung Galaxies supposed to be really awesome? You They're know, really pretty. Yeah. And so I was looking at them, and then um, after a while, I was like, ah, I think I'll just go with the Pixel too. You know. And what sold me was he said, well, so Android is made by Google, and the Pixel is also made by Google. So in the right. same way that Apple makes, you know, the OS right. for the iPhones, it also makes the phones, which makes the hardware and software Works much better. more integrated than the Samsung, which isn't as integrated, you know. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Give me the simplest thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're checking out. You know, I'm 47. I'm set in my ways. Right. And, and of course, you know, he tries to sell me a case. And I say to him, I've never had a case in my life. I've, since, I, since I've had cell phones, <laughs> since the flip phones, the, the Razor, uh, I've, I've been through several iPhones. I've never owned a case. I, said, I, I didn't say that long, but yeah. I said something like, no, nah, I don't uh, need a case. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm like I, I never have cases. I don't like cases. And he's like, well, you did break your phone. <laughs> and he said it's serious, yeah. too. And I was like, no, thanks. I don't, I don't need a case. Like, I'm one of those people where if a case actually made logical sense, I still wouldn't buy a case. You know, Because sure. at this point in my life, I'm just setting my But way. you've said it several times. <laughs> yeah. And he's like... But you did break your phone. Yeah, and so 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 then so then I'm like, okay, we've we've he tried to upsell me because he gets like more commission on upsells and whatever. Right. And so uh, he gave it a try, and you know whatever. I said no. Um, personally, I don't fucking appreciate even that shit because I have two eyes, and I have a brain, and I know what a sure. case is. <laughs> you know, when I go into McDonald's and I order a Big Mac and fries, they don't say. Would you like to order another Big Mac and fries with that? You well, know what I mean. They say, "Would you like to biggie size?" Oh, they used to remember. Yeah, would you like they, to biggie size your meal? But they don't anymore. Right. You know, I I have a brain. I know what a menu is. I don't need to be asked to add things to my thing. Would you, you like a I mean? dessert with that? Like, if you if you want to ask, like, it, did, did you want to look at other items before sure. you leave? Like, okay, that's polite, but. Would you like to buy a case? And then I'm like, no. And then you fucking push back right. on me. And uh, like, like you broke your phone, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like let's let's play that scenario out. I'm a 47 year old guy. Yeah. Who up until this point has proven to you that I'm 
you know, I'm a thoughtful person. I'm, right. you know, and I say no, and you're like, oh, come on. I, and I, okay. <laughs> you know, but the th- sad thing is that probably works that's, with some that's people. That's probably what works, yeah. So then he tries to sell me a Google Home thing. He tries to sell me like the Alexa of Google, yeah, yeah. you know? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I, I have no use for those things. I've, right. you know, I have no, I, in fact, I don't even like the voice command. I, right. I don't, and he's, and then he proceeds to, well, but dude, like, you know, you can get a discount and let me show you the features. And I'm like, no, no, I, I'm just getting the phone. And then, and then he really, he's like, I have this at home. Oh my gosh. I, let me, you just let me show you it. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't want it. <laughs> And and then he then he then he kept trying to sell other things and oh my god and then it became like at a certain point it became like this passive aggression I think like he was sure. sort of mad at me and he'd be like so would you like this too and I'd be like no it was like really fucking annoying That's weird yeah that is extreme I, obviously I've experienced the the pushy sales but that sounds extreme yeah it's like he's he's he turned into a dick yeah. And and I just because thought, you wouldn't go along with his script, and I'm buying a, a, a phone. phone. You're buying the phone that's worth hundreds of dollars. Right. I'm spending hundreds of dollars on a phone right. in your fucking store, and you're being a dick to me. Yeah, <laughs> like nice one, Verizon. That's that's wow. That's good. That's that makes sense. You know, this reminds me of uh, back when Radio Shack was still a thing. <laughs> You know how they're going out, or they went out of business, right? Absolutely. I used to go there every now and then to buy audio parts. Absolutely. Right? Um, But you probably experienced this, I'm sure. Uh, The people that work there, sometimes uh, they really had this air of like, so you come in and you're like, hey, so do you have any eighth inch to quarter inch adapters? And then they take a step back. What do you? Um, wh- what are you trying to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, you're like, I, 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 I know what I'm trying to, but sure, I'll explain it for you. Why am I? Exp- yeah. So you're like, well, you know, I have this uh, device that's uh, well, what kind of device? Well, it's, it's a music device. Like, do you need to know everything? Yeah. It's like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. And then you go through the whole thing, and at the end, it's like. Okay, I guess you could have. It's like, well, do you have it? Yeah, we have. I'm like, why didn't you? It's so frustrating, and this would happen a lot because I had to, as you know, with music, you're always always having to buy adapters. Yeah, Uh, you have to buy adapters from XLR to quarter inch, a Y splitter because this one's stereo, that one's not stereo, and I don't need to explain it. Just do you have it or don't you? Oh, didn't you have a gripe about moving? Because I just moved. Oh, and right. so so this is the one of the first episodes that we've recorded in this in this new studio, and I'm worried about the echo because I haven't optimized the sound quality of this room. I haven't optimized the sound yeah. quality. Yeah, uh, and so I'm worried that the, this episode is going to be a little echoey. But um, as you can see, I have all the, my books on the ground, yes. and like everything's all discombobulated. Well, that's absorbing sound right now. A little <laughs> bit. Um, but didn't you have something to say about moving? Yes. So, uh, moving a couch. What's the sofa bed couches? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So before we start recording, <laughs> I we were talking about how moving is such a pain in the ass. Right. And we were talking about in college days moving. College and I, days. And I remember having to move a hideaway bed. Yes. W- w- the metal one with the, sp- oh. with, the with the springs, you right. know. 
and trying to get this thing out of and back in the day we wouldn't get movers of course nope we would just you and your buddies just us just me and two two of my friends if you're lucky two showed up yeah and maybe <laughs> someone had like a small truck you know yeah and we could not get this couch out of our our apartment and so we just left it dude it's such a familiar story so me and my friend eric whom you know uh, he was living downtown Seattle in this, by the way, he was living in this uh, apartment that was in the middle, like right before Chinatown. Okay. Right before. And it was like, you know, on that hill, like here's Chinatown, you go on that steep hill yeah. and then there's the, like the freeway. Yes. He was living like right there. Yesler? Is it on? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was living over there. Uh, so side note, I remember coming back from a bar late one night and I was, he had, he was already home and he had left first for some reason and I was coming and I was fairly intoxicated. And I'm walking through a little park on the way to his thing. And I'm getting stopped by dudes going, hey, do you want some cocaine? Hey, do you want some smack? Hey, do you want this? And, and I was in one of my Berto on the streets moods. So I'm like, no, no, no. But that, I mean, that sounds great. But no, no, I'm fine. And then I'm like trying to strike up conversation, not realizing I'm walking through like, like a total drug sale alley yeah. and i'm like oh god but anyways that's where he lived uh so we were moving him out of that place and he was borrowing a couch that my mom had given me that was this pink monstrosity it was a pink big sofa bed made with the metal and all these things i think without the metal the sofa already weighed a ton yeah. and with the metal it was like six elephants i mean they made those things to be put somewhere and stay. Stay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like to resist wars. Yeah. And f- first of all, not only are they heavy, and but they, they always had the thinnest mattress. On the oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. You can barely sleep on it. The bar would With just be bumps and things. Yeah. Oh, it was that. But the, the downside is not only are they super heavy, but as soon as you try to move them, the spring pops out and now you got it smacking at someone and it's a mess. Same thing. We are trying to get first hard to get it out of his apartment. We put it out into the hallway and the frick it wouldn't fit in the elevator. So we had to we were gonna take it down the stairs. And this was at the end of the moving day. We were already super tired and oh, no. so we start trying to move it and we're like Fuck it. <laughs> and we just <laughs> left. It's it's probably still in that stairwell sitting there because probably the owners were like, I'm not moving that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that does it for that episode of Psychology in Seattle. Hopefully, Thor came by and and axed that thing out. I hope so. Um, Dinklage was funny, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like giant Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, And please take care of yourself because you deserve it.